sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ironically, that was almost on cue. Ironically. Hello and welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. I am your host, Tom, and with me I have this guy, Mitch. That's right, Mitchell yeah. Man Savage over here. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, what episode is this? 75, 92? 40. 40. Exactly, 40. We're, we're, almost, we're almost at our midlife crisis. <laughs> welcome to the Midlife Crisis Podcast. <laughs> we're going to have a crisis, all right. Pretty soon we're going to buy a sports car we don't need and can't drive. I've already done that once. Good job. Mitch, why don't you just go ahead real quick and plug the mediums of socialness. All right. On Facebook, we have our Entertain This podcast, which is the group. We have our Entertain This, which is the page. Mm -hmm. Then we have, uh, let's see, it's at this.entertain is our Twitter. At entertain.this is our Instagram. And then on YouTube, we have our Entertain This page, which is Entertain This with an mm -hmm. exclamation point, not ellipses. And when we take over the world, we will have the Entertain This party. Oh, we also have Patreon.com slash entertain underscore this. Which we have figured out we have, yeah. along with Twitter. We're it, getting there. It would be nice if we had some support on the Patreon. It, it would help us uh, tremendously with getting things paid for. <laughs> we like money. Like most people, we love money. So somebody got punished. Again. Yeah, I wonder who that was. How was that? It sucked. <laughs> That's what it did. It was horrible. <laughs> I hated like every second of it. This was a horrible movie as a child, much less. No, it wasn't now. a movie, sir. It or sorry, a show. TV show. So TV for show. those of you who didn't watch and are just now catching up with us, Zoobly Zoo. I never knew about this until you told me last week. I didn't know this was a thing. It was like, it was the nightmare version of the Wizard of Oz. Well, it's it's a musical based show, and the, the people are obviously based on animals. The mayor is like a cheetah. There's a lion. There's a fox. I think a kangaroo. I don't know what the girl was. <laughs> There's a lot of There's like a parrot. Uh, oh, I think she was a fox. No, the dude was a fox. The, oh. The, oh, well then, yeah, I don't know what she was then. I don't know. The lion painted. The other guy did stuff and crap. And He was Van Gogh. Yeah. I watched three <laughs> episodes of this More crap. More than enough. More than enough. I watched well almost. Like, I watched like an hour and a half of Zoobly freaking Zoo. Now, in case anyone hasn't seen it or doesn't care to look it up. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't watch they it. Look like, Save yourselves. Well, they look like the original Cats people, like from the play, with that kind of makeup on. It's like Cats Wizard of Oz had a kid out of wedlock, tried <laughs> to forget about it and hide it, and just like sent him away and like, you know, made sure there was money to take care of him, but not a lot. Plenty of sing-alongs, I'm assuming? There was a lot of singing. <laughs> a lot of singing. And, and I like some musicals. Like, I like The Sound of Music. I like Guys and Dolls. I like West Side Story. Just not this one? Jersey Boys. Those are, those are great musicals. Not this. This, this was like... I would have rather have like put a deck nail over my foot and just held a hammer and just you told me go for it. I would go and I don't have to watch. I went <laughs> <laughs> and went, just take me to the ER and give me a tetanus shot. So the three episodes, the, here's the plots. There is a plot. There was a plot. <laughs> um, the first one, the beaver looking dude made some glue. Oh, yeah. He was like a scientist kind of guy. No, he's like a carpenter. He's oh, hanging okay. out in a wood shop. And there's a dude called Mr. Hannah. It's just an arm like sticking out of a wall that just holds stuff. <laughs> that he needs it's just it's just there it's like, and they don't explain it it's just there's the hand it just holds things you go with it okay so he makes this like stupid sticky glue gives it to the lady the pink f woman mm -hmm. I, I i'm not even she had a pouch so i don't think she's a fox I get, well, okay, then she I didn't guess. hop and i'm not entirely convinced she's a kangaroo well, i just remember she had like pointy ears so i thought thought maybe a fox but no i, I remember the other guy yeah the, the, I don't, I the dude who led like the circus or something 
Yeah, something strange. I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, you know, each episode starts, like, the mayor, like, talks about what's going to happen. The and mayor? you never see him again. Oh, okay. He's in the intro. He's in the stupid opening musical crap. <laughs> then he's like, oh, you know, and today, you know, the people of Zubal, he's like, blah, 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 blah. and then that's it. And then just nonsense and singing. <laughs> it is brutally 1980s, but in the glue episode, he makes the stupid glue, gives it to her, and is like, hey, I need you to test it out. And it's conveniently written what she has to on the bottle, <laughs> like wood, leather, metal, and plastic and all that crap and rubber. So she goes around on like a series of hijinks, like the lion guy, his painting, like palette thing. Mm-hmm. She glues it to a table. The lion guy, he she glues his shoes to the floor. Just for the heck of it. Yeah, the car, <laughs> she glues the tire to the road. <laughs> and then she, like, glues a phone, like, stuck on a wall. And then, of course, they all get stuck to each other. And then they're going to work together. And then, lo and behold, the secret to the glue is it wears off after a couple hours, which is, like, a horrible product idea. <laughs> Why would you need that? glue? If I'm gluing things together, I'm expecting it to stay together forever. I don't need – I need this to be together for, you know, eight hours. And after that, don't need it anymore. So the next episode, here's what happens. They go to Backwardsville. What is Backwardsville? Everything's backwards. Oh, they, they, walk they talk back. backwards. They walk backwards. Everything happens backwards. So their water has a leak. Here's the, here's the stupid freaking leak. There's a <laughs> barrel with a little faucet, like, like for a hose, like outside your house, a spigot. And it's just running. It's on. So they get there, and the line, and the, the beaver dude looks and goes, oh, well, let me t- I think I got the tools to fix. He doesn't even need tools. He just grabs it and just goes, eh, 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 and it stops. It's like, and the guy's like, oh, you saved Backwardsville. You saved Zubalisa. It's like, God, <laughs> f- it. What the hell's wrong with you people? He just turned off a hose. It's like, you just cut off the water with spigot. I'm like, you might as well just went out into the road, found the main line, and just grabbed the freaking plier thing. He just went, and been done with it. Oh, and here's how they defeat backwardness. They go to Backwardsville through the backwards bat cave. <laughs> and you know those stupid, like, fake Groucho Marx glasses with the big eyebrows, the nose, and the mustache? Yeah. There's a dude who has that on and, like, a, you know, a tux. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And he has the same face on the back with a top hat. <laughs> so he pulls out his top hat, takes out the glasses, puts them on the back of people's heads. Bam, it's fixed. You can be forward and backwardsville. At the same time. At the same freaking time. <laughs> Mine was blown. I almost like put my phone down. I was like, holy crap, this is cutting edge. I don't even know what to do. You seem like this show made you slightly angry. It did. It was just <laughs> dumb. Well, I feel like that's, that's a successful punishment. It was. And then the third episode, there wasn't the plot. They just came up with more songs. And it was just singing and singing and singing for like 23 minutes. I almost threw my phone. I'm just waiting for the day you get punished again. Because I have plenty more ideas. You're watching Cats the Butt. If you didn't like this one, I have plenty more ideas. It was so bad. So what what would you rate it? Oh, negative five. (laughs) No, like Hayden Hayden says, because he's not here, which we all know is going to happen at the end of this show. Uh, (laughs) Payback is a (laughs) um, For Shaq Fu. Uh, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about now. (laughs) I got all sidetracked. You're talking about uh, the, the third episode, you know, like they they would just started singing and yeah, it made me very very mad. Um, I did look. This show ran for a little while. It ran for a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it was at the time it, it ran longer than it should have. Right. 
at the time it was, it was successful. I don't know who was watching. I don't it. know what kids were watching that <laughs> crap. If but, you did, I'm sorry. If you liked it, you're dumb. <laughs> it was an '80s kids show. I mean, <laughs> I think it made it into the '90s. Probably. Unfortunately, <laughs> but I luckily mean, it stopped around the time I was born. Yeah. And wasn't on the air because I do not recall this show in any way. I remember it would come on like in the mornings after cartoons would end. This mm-hmm. would be the next show that would come on. Mm-hmm. Like well, the, the shows I watched, there was problems that had to be solved. Like Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed were just effing stuff up and like they had to be stopped by the Power Rangers. I just remember this show came yeah. on. I, thought, I want to say it was like TNT or something like that in the mornings. Why like, would this show be on TNT? I don't know. It was something. But like you, like I would watch some cartoon and then this would come on in the mornings at like before school. I'd watch whatever show, and this would come on after that. So I don't know why. I don't know. What, I don't remember what channel. I mean, but. I remember like all kinds of like weird kid shows. I do not remember this one. <laughs> no one in my family has ever heard of it. Like I asked my older sister because she was born in like 1986 or 1987, and I was like, Lauren, have you seen this? And she's like, What the hell are you talking about? What the <laughs> hell is this crap? It's like I'm not watching this. Like she's like, Do you want me to like make my nephew want like my nephew watch this? And I was like, No, don't show him that. He's I'm like, I'm trying to get him to watch Power Rangers and he started to instead of the stupid Doc McStuffins crap, you show him. <laughs> it uh it was horrible. There it was just dumb. Uh I hated it. I hated everything about it. I I watched the first episode in its entirety with the opening song and yeah. Ending credit song. You mean you didn't watch the the, the intro every time? No, <laughs> it's a long intro, dude. It was like it was like getting an autopsy without anesthesia and being dead. That's what it was like. The intro would just keep going on and, and on. on. It just didn't stop. <laughs> it like, didn't stop. There's like 15 characters I got to introduce. And I'm like, if you were like, you know, trying to make it like, I guess in the kids' TV show circuit in the late 1980s, and you picked that show, you stupid. Why? I don't have an explanation. I want to know how much money those people got paid to just act like that. I want answers. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a lobby of Among Us. It's like, where were you when you killed that man? I want the truth. I want answers. <laughs> that show was horrible. Well, Awful. At least. Oh, it was a punishment. At least there's a, a chance that you're not going to get punished this evening. There is or a this, solid this, chance. At the end of this It's episode. a solid chance. Uh, to give it a serious rating, I give it a one. A one. I give it a one. That sounds like good. A good. I would rather watch <laughs> Fateful Findings in Russian. <laughs> Speaking of Russian, let's jump into movie reviews. The Death of Stalin, the 2017 film, featuring such uh, actors as Michael Palin from Monty Python's Flying Circus and obviously Monty Python fame. Um, Steve Buscemi, who plays Nikita Khrushchev, which it took me a second to realize it was him because he has like you know, a prosthetic nose, but yeah. the eyes give him away. I didn't realize that was he, him. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, I mean, he's got that look like he's going to steal your kids or something. <laughs> he just always has it. And then um, Jason Isaacs is in it. Um, there was somebody else who I recognized who I didn't remember. I don't know. There's a lot of solid actors. But what's funny about the plot of this movie, it is a satire about when Stalin dies and then the power struggle amongst the um, presidium and the committee of who's going to take over. Jeffrey Tambor, that's what I was thinking of. He's also in it. He's wearing a wig. Um Hang on, it's directed by Armando Linucci, co-written by Fabian Nuri, David Schneider, Ian Martin, and Peter Fellows. It's a British-French-Belgian co-production, and it features an ensemble cast amongst those other people, like Simon Russell Beale, Patty Considine, uh, Rupert Friend, and Paul Whitehouse. Those people. <laughs> the only guy I recognized out of those people was 
the Patty guy because he plays the one of the detective dudes in Hot Fuzz with the mustache where he drinks the beer and he's got the foam all over his face and Simon Pegg just goes, "You've got a mustache," and he just goes, "I know." <laughs> so anyway, they all play you know the a higher echelon you know groveling people of Joseph Stalin, mm-hmm. and Stalin's just a he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The movie is a is it's very much a black comedy and a political satire. Like they're just you know making lists, not checking them twice. They're just abducting people, but like all these people were like so loyal to Stalin, it's hysterical to watch it. Because well, like, if I remember, they were like scared to even after his death, they were scared to like go against what he had planned. Yeah, even though, like because in the I mean, this is, obviously it's history. Stalin suffers a stroke. Mm-hmm. So they run in, and like when they find out, and they're all like, oh, they're all like giving, just in case Stalin's like coherent enough to hear them still, and he recovers. <laughs> they're just giving it the bit. Like he, like, he like pissed all over himself, and yeah. like all the guys come in, like take the D, like next to him, like, oh my God, gloriously. It's like, oh God. <laughs> and then like just their scheming and their nonsense. I was, it's been in like my suggested stuff on Netflix for months mm-hmm. to watch this movie. And last night I was looking for something to watch. I was like, you know what? I'll watch this movie. And I didn't know anything about it. I thought it was supposed to be like a serious film, I guess, about the death of Stalin. Yeah. I'm like, Jason Isaacs, you know, serious actor, you know, <laughs> theater guy, you know. He plays the funniest character in the entire movie. None of them even attempt an accent, Yeah, which is great. Because, like, you got, you know, American accents, British accents, you know, going back and forth with each other. And it's just hysterical. I watched this movie. I'd give this movie a 9 out of 10. Oh. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this film. Like, I was getting tired when I started watching it. By the end of the movie, I was just like, this was a great film. I, I, I am happy I watched it. I'd watch it again. I've seen it once, but I was in the process of doing other things at the same time, mm-hmm. so I didn't see you know every bit of it. But what mm-hmm. I saw, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And I started reading about like all the people. Like I knew who Nikita Khrushchev was, and um, Jason Isaac's character, he plays Marshal um, Zhukov. Um, but reading about like the little fat, bald guy who's like the lead, the list oh, guy. Yeah. He's like in charge of the secret. He's like the Russian Himmler <laughs> is pretty much what he is. Okay. And that's Stalin even introduces him as that. Not in the movie, but in real life, like he met Eisenhower, which is like, oh, this is our Himmler. And <laughs> just like gestures to the guy. And the guy's like, hello. <laughs> it's like, all right, we, we're just going to acknowledge the fact he's a creepy, sadistic lunatic. <laughs> it's like, we're just going there with it. Cool. But he plays such a jerk. They're all hyster- like just the backstabbing and the nonsense. When was this movie made? 2017. 2017. Pretty okay. recent. I couldn't remember when it was made. I knew it's it was banned in too. Russia and then Kyrgyzstan. You, you know it's got to be good because <laughs> they don't like it because it's making fun of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the movie's even banned in Russia and it's like a satire comedy with you know high caliber acting talent, it's a gr- it's a good movie. You can feel <laughs> safe hitting the play button because you know you're in for a special treat. <laughs> and it, you really were. It was a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed it. Do we, did, was this ever in theaters, or did it just go straight to streaming kind of stuff? I don't know if this was in theaters. I don't remember it being. I don't remember this being. It might have um, you know, made like the festival circuit okay. or something, maybe in the UK. I don't know. And this was on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yes. Okay, I was thinking we watched it on Hulu or something. It's, probably on, it's probably on there. Okay. But I would highly recommend this movie to anybody. Um, you don't have to be a history buff to enjoy it at all. Okay. I mean, me being a history buff, I enjoyed it a little bit just because I didn't like you knew the real story behind. I knew. I, I, I like. I read about the real story, and I'm watching the movie, and I was like, you know what? Then, you know, they're like, oh, this is not accurate. You know, these guys weren't doing these things at this time. The, you know, these persons weren't in charge of these offices. And I was like, yeah, but the groveling and the backstabbing and the nonsense. <laughs> I was like, that might have been pretty close. <laughs> it's a possibility because that movie is just one backstab after another, and just scheming and plotting. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi, who's like kind of like you know out there, and then like all of a sudden like. 
all the guys are just like, we didn't think it would be you. And he's like, you know, pretty much coerces everybody into like, you know, overthrowing the little midget guy. Yeah. And, you know, Jeffrey Tambor was like in charge of Russia for like 28 <laughs> minutes. And then like they try to get him on board and Jason Isaac's just showing up. Like his his introduction, he just comes barging in like at Stalin's funeral. He's got the medals, mm-hmm. obnoxious amount of, you know, chest jewelry, <laughs> you know, the big coat. And he walks in flips it off and the screen just freezes and like you know cool like you know soviet like russian kind of like imposed like comic thing like goes right over him and it's like the marshal it's like dun, dun, dun. it's like here he is he just shakes it off and he just goes like and like straightens himself out and he's just telling like obnoxious jokes like punching people in the balls and he's just like such a dick running around and then like he, te- he attempts the coup like 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 Jimmy's talking to him about like what they're gonna overthrow mm-hmm. this guy and uh, Jason Isaac's standing there and he's like all serious he's like I'm gonna have to tell the proceeding about this it's like what you're saying is treachery he's like and the look on your face <laughs> he's like of course I'm in <laughs> he's like this is awesome we're totally it's like we're doing it tomorrow and Steve Shemmy's like wait what tomorrow and he's like yeah he's like everybody's gonna be here tomorrow we're doing it tomorrow he's like it's it's, it's all decided he's like get everybody on board he just leaves it's like he's already going for it like there's no other way about it okay well because I. Like I said, I, I've seen, kind of watched it as a you know doing stuff, and it seemed like a pretty good movie. What, what it you was. said you rated it, what a nine? Out of I 10? give it a nine out of ten. Okay, and there's like very few movies I'll give ten out of ten to. <laughs> one of them I reviewed. One of them was Master and Commander on the Far Side of the World. That movie gets ten out of ten. This is a nine out of ten. Okay, watch it. <laughs> Just watch it. So on to movie news. Okay, Mitch. It's getting that time for that holiday season. Yes. And I hear he's making a list, and he's checking it twice. Oh, yes. And he's going to find out who's naughty and kill him. That's right. Mel Gibson is <laughs> the Chris fat man. freaking Kringle. He is the fat man. <laughs> I was so happy when you told me about this. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I told you about it, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the the fat man, he's, mm-hmm. he's a Santa Claus out to, or is he, I think there's a kid that, Puts out a hit list because he got cold. Yes. So, <laughs> so he, he hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. So here's the like the little brief synopsis like when you pull it up on. It's, a, um, it's an R-rated Santa Claus movie. It's perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. To save his declining business, Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military. Making matters worse, Chris gets locked in a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. So this movie is actually out right now. It's out in theaters. It came out on the 13th. Um, haven't had a chance to go and see it, but once it's available where I can stream it or find it to watch it somewhere, we are going to watch this movie, and we are going to talk about it on this show. Yeah, we, we tried to find somewhere to stream and watch it, but nowhere, nobody had it. We thought, you know, for sure, with mm-hmm. all everything going straight to streaming, it would be somewhere, but no. But, yes, it was... It seems, but just like we haven't watched it yet, and the trailer is hysterical. Watch the trailer at least, or go see the movie too, and tell us how it is before we go see it. Because Mel Gibson's so straight faced. It's just it's Mel Gibson. Like I'm watching, I'm just like it's Mad Freaking Max over here. It's Martin Riggs. He's got the big old like, and it's not even like the white beard. It's just like he's a gray, gray dirty. Gra- he just looks like a hobo, and he's not fat. Yeah, it's just, and it's like, like just the jokes we were making about it made me want to watch it more. Well, the fact that where he's- it's like ho ho ho. <laughs> just shoot some kid in the face. Well, he's like, yo, Jesse, I'm gonna have to shake off this coat one more time. <laughs> he's like putting on this like red, like yeah. you know, Carhartt coat kind of thing. It's he like, just looks like an everyman, but just like he's Santa Claus. Like I don't get it. I don't know why this movie was made, but somewhere there was a meeting and somebody had this idea. Whoever you are, we salute you. Mel Gibson I, had the money, and Mel Gibson had the money. So the guy was like, probably, they were probably drunk." And it's like, "Hey, you know, it'd be a great movie." 
Santa Claus movie. And the guy's like, what? They made a thousand of those. No, no, no. Bear with me. Bear with me. <laughs> Santa Claus movie. But he goes against an assassin. It's like a Santa action movie? Yeah. Who's going to play Santa Claus? Hmm. How about this? Mel freaking Gibson. Dude. <laughs> Write it down, write it down. Then they woke up sober and went, what are we talking about? And they went, it's still a good idea. Call Mel Gibson, see if he'll do it. <laughs> and they did. And he said yes. And now we have this movie. I, I'm thoroughly excited to, I'm to th get the chance to see it when it comes out. I don't get like really hyped up about movies now these, these days because like all my favorite movies already came out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this, I was like, I need to watch this movie. I don't care if it's bad. I'm going to enjoy it. I think it should be at least, if nothing else, entertaining, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is the movie I needed right now. This is the movie 2020 deserves. <laughs> Mel Gibson as Santa Claus going against an assassin because some punk 12-year-old kid ended up on the naughty list and got called. Also, Lethal Weapon 5. Oh, yeah. It's that. happening. Mel Gibson said it's happening. I mean, granted, Danny Glover is like, 80, 90 oh, he's old? he's like ancient at this point. <laughs> but he is now too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm like, what are they gonna do now? Like they're older. It's like it's gonna be like at, I, the, at that age, one of them's got to be like the captain or the chief or something by then. Well, oh, the wait, fourth he, one he they was, get promoted to captain. Yeah, they were captain, so he's got to be like the chief or whatever of the of the department. But well, actually, I think at the end of the, the movie they get demoted back to sergeants. Oh, okay. Well, that, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Which is hysterical. But I mean, at this point, it's just like, how long were these guys cops? Like, surely the LAPD has enforced retirement. <laughs> sure, I, I imagine here, they're going to have to come out of retirement. I wonder if they'll bring back Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, I forgot he was even in that. Yeah, he's in the fourth one. Yeah, he's like the, he's Danny Glover's like son-in-law. Yeah, he marries his daughter. Okay. I, I would have to think that, hopefully they would at least try that way they could have somebody a little, mm -hmm. well, I say a little younger. He's not He's not mm -hmm. very young either, but no. somebody just to do a little more of the action kind of stuff. We don't want to see people yeah. get broken hips. Well, I mean, I imagine Mel Gibson can still do it because, I mean, he got he got pretty pretty jacked for uh, Expendables 3. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that too. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Yeah, remember he got like, you know, his PP smacked by Hollywood and they were like, no. And then like after like his 10-year sentence, they're like, you know, all right, you can do stuff now. Yeah. And now we got him in a Santa Claus movie, Lethal Weapon 5, using the Expendables. It's happening. And now we need Mad Max. Have we a, ca have we a cameo in the next one? Oh, yeah. no, no. He's going to be Mad Max. Oh, okay. He's going to show up and punch Tom Hardy in the face. <laughs> it's like, I'm Mad Max. Don't be taking my title. Exactly. So look for those upcoming titles. If you see the fat man, please tell us how it was. Just don't... Don't ex ruin the plot like some people. Nice. Just give it a rating and just tell us. Just gonna say I saw the fat man. This out of this, you know, and just you know, a quick reason why you liked it, and then we'll run with it. Because I'm we're, I'm I'm not gonna go to the theater and see it. Yeah, I'm too lazy. Yeah, but I will watch it at home. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's it's not something I want to pay like forty bucks to go see. Yeah, I'm not paying forty bucks to see Mel Gibson be Santa Claus. <laughs> as much as 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 awesome as this movie is and how enticing it sounds. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. All right. Maybe like five bucks. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> two fifty. Two fifty. <laughs> so that concludes well, movies. I, actually, I've got some other movie news for you. Oh, you do? I, I, I kind of posted on the, the group and stuff. You know how the, the Wonder Woman movie was supposed to come out in December? Was that Wonder Woman 1984? Yep. Okay. Well, now it's coming out in theaters and on HBO Max on the same day, on uh, December 25th. So, okay, so they're trying to get on that Christmas money. Yeah, well, see, the, the thing is, though, with HBO Max, they're not mm -hmm. going to charge any extra. If you've got the subscription, you get to watch it for free. 
that's not cheap. Oh, so that's way cheaper. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so if you got the as long as you got the subscription to HBO Max, you mm-hmm. don't have to pay anything extra. You just you can watch the movie. Or you know, like I said, it'll be in theaters as well. If this movie doesn't have an epic nineteen eighties soundtrack, I'd be very disappointed. Well the the commer- or was it the commercial or the trailer, it had a pretty good soundtrack to it. I mean it wasn't great, but it fit the era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make the soundtrack, so it's not gonna be that good. <laughs> So that now concludes movie news. Yes, yes. Yes, it does. All right. So, Mitch, <laughs> I believe you watched some TV shows. I did. I, What'd you watch? Uh, on, on Amazon Prime, I watched the show Upload. It came out, uh, I think, in May this year. And uh, it's, it's pretty funny. I, I did not expect it to be any any good just mm-hmm. because. Uh, Amazon show's kind of been hit and miss. Yeah. And this just the, the description of the show did not sound very appealing. Mm-hmm. But once I started watching it, it's, it's pretty funny. It, uh, it It's about a guy who... He gets into a car crash, and in the year 2033, if you die, your mind can get put into like almost like a computer program to where mm-hmm. you live forever, as long as nobody deletes your account, your memory. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, th- you know, this guy, he, you know, he dies, and it's, this is all the first episode. So, when you die, to put your mind in this thing, basically they vaporize you from neck up. <laughs> so you, you, you just get decapitated. Yeah, pretty much, and. When you get put in there, it's it's like an avatar. So anybody that's ever played video games or PC games, you know, you know, an, an avatar is like your online persona. Mm-hmm. So you can be designed, you can look different. Well, in this world, like there's one lady that's a hundred years old that's been in this thing. Well, they they take a picture of you mm-hmm. and then they create your avatar off that picture. Well, mm-hmm. her picture was in black and white from when she was younger. So her whole character, she's like a gray, like anywhere in the gray scale, but she's like a hundred years old, but she looks like she's 27. <laughs> she's just in her old, like, you know, black and white picture form. But, uh, like anybody that deals with computers, he lives in this world. It's, it's all digital. So mm-hmm. it, if you deal with computers, you know, that stuff lags and has glitches and buffering and, <laughs> Well, like in the first episode, he's sitting there and he's watching the sky. He's like, this place is wonderful. And he watches these birds like as they fly across. They just stop, kind of shudder, and then continue going. <laughs> you like to stutter like the and then go. That's but, awesome. Uh, it, it, it's a pretty good thing. They have like a – if when you're in this world, you have a, a customer service slash what they call an angel. That You know, you say angel, you know, and the, the customer <laughs> service person will just like appear. It's like going, Alexa. <laughs> like you can, you can talk to people in the real world. And this little angel will appear and kind of advise you on you know what what's going on, what you need help with, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's <laughs> the way I guess they they're allowed to communicate back and forth with the with real life, and it's almost like they do Zoom calls. Okay, because you know because the future they can take they hold out their hand and like this little picture pops up like your hand mm-hmm. like a, almost like a hologram out of your hand. Okay, and that's their phone. And so he can talk back and forth. He can talk with his family, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, eventually you, you come to realize that his uh, his death wasn't an accident. And there's, there's a whole mystery that unravels. And they're trying to – he can't remember some memories. So his angel becomes his friend and wants to try and help him mm-hmm. in this process, which it, it re- devolves into more and more plot. But I don't want don't to tell too much about it. But some of the, the better things is like while they can live forever in this – you know, I guess yeah. What do you call it? A computer world or yeah, whatever. But the digital world. They're trying. They're still trying in the real world to help people come back from that digital world into the real life. Trying to upload them instead of download them. Right. So you have Oscar Mayer Intel, where they try to, <laughs> Oscar Mayer has. Oh, this is like <laughs> some like uh, 
Demolition Man crap where like Taco Bell is like the only restaurant left from like the great fast food war. <laughs> well, no, I, Oscar Mayer has like these printers where you can 3D print the food. You just mm. have to have the fat cartridge, the sugar cartridge. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they're trying to learn how to print people. <laughs> so a skin cartridge, a blood cartridge. Yeah, they, they, they 3D print a new person out of like their DNA from the original person so they can put his mind back in. And without revealing too much, let's just say it doesn't go well. They just look like the grotesque <laughs> monsters from the thing, like then, half half assimilated beings. And it, you know, because of capitalism, mm-hmm. while you're in this other world, you constantly have, have people like advertising for upgrades and mm-hmm. you know, new new charges for marketing, like like the the cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> Press this button and you get one free. The next one's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's they just have a bunch of ads. One's for like spearmint gum. There's there's a guy that keeps lagging trying mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get people to buy gum. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty good show. It, I like I said I did not expect it to be very good. It gets an eight out of ten on IMDb. Okay, I gave it a nine out of ten just because. Oh wow! It was a lot so of, we both found stuff we really liked. Yeah, for no I, reason. Yeah, I got. I don't know. It it was not something I had planned on liking, but I did. Those are kind of the best ones. Like where you like, ah, oh, you know, I'll watch this or I'll, you know, I'll give this a try. And then also like you're just so enthralled, like a couple of minutes in, and you just keep watching. It's like, wow, that was a really good show, or that was a really good movie. Yeah, it's 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 got ten one hour episodes. Uh, like I said, it came out in May. They've approved it for a second season that will come out this next May. Um, okay. It stars Robbie Amell, which Stephen Amell's less known brother. Yeah, he he hasn't been in much. He's going to be in the new. Uh, he was in that movie with him, right? Yeah, he was in the Code Eight movie from yeah. Netflix. Uh, he was he's gonna be in the new Resident Evil as like uh, Chris Redfield. Okay. And uh, he, he was he's been on Arrow a couple times, the DC Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had his own show, The Tomorrow People, for a while. Mm-hmm. He's really the only known known person that I knew before the show. And he's not really that known, right? He's only had some, a few small things, but the whole cast works together really well, and it's mm-hmm. it, it lends itself to be pretty funny. <laughs> I'm about to give this a, sh- a shot. But like I said, you know, if you got Amazon Prime, it's it's part of the the free stuff on Amazon Prime, so hmm. it's a lot of fun to watch. But I'll I'll move on to my news. What do you got? The uh, the Green Lantern series for Ooh. HBO Max is coming out in 2022. It's going to have ten one hour episodes. I'm glad it's not on CW. And you know, I've mentioned this before, but they've getting given a lot of new uh, information about it, which it's going to have a TVMA rating, so it, it's going to be a, an adult oriented like show it's not gonna be for kids it's you know so you're gonna have blood and guts and who goals aliens getting cut in half with the lantern rings yeah okay i can get i'm on board with it i'm on board with it the the antagonist is gonna be what they call like the dominators which is basically this alien race that deems earth not suitable for the rest of the universe because there's too many metahumans they want to destroy it so they got too much nonsense going on blow it up well they they they, they see earth as too much of a threat to the rest of the universe because there's too many metahumans that live there and uh, so your protagonists, and they'll have uh, Hal Jordan and John Stewart as part of the show, but mm-hmm. they they're not going to be the main characters. Your main one's going to be Alan Scott, which was like the original Green, Green Lantern, Lantern back in the Justice Society, and then you'll have Guy Gardner, which nobody liked. Right, he's kind of a he's, he's a jerk. Yeah, pretty much. And then you're going to have Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz, which are like new characters within the last, I guess seven to eight years. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming Alan Scott and Guy Gardner are going to be like their mentors for mm-hmm. the show. But uh, it, it seems like it's going to be pretty good. It, it sounds more and more like they're actually putting in some effort as opposed to some of the CW shows where they just throw stuff together. Well, then, uh, Arrow, uh, Diggle becomes the Green Lantern. Yeah, at, at the very last episode, it, it alludes that he's about to become a Green Lantern because you see like the 
meteor comes down, which or what you assume is a meteor, and then as he's walking towards it, he's this big glowing rock, and you find out throughout the series that his his biological last name is Stewart. Stuart. Yeah, so he's John Diggle, but his his father's mm-hmm. name his last name is Stewart. So that would, I, I, that would I, been cool. I would like to see the guy that plays John Diggle play. Yes. John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Yes. It, it would I would good. be very much on board with that. <laughs> I would totally watch that. And, and then find somebody, you know, find somebody to play Hal Jordan other than Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. If we can go back in time, like 20 years, Nathan Fillion. That, I think Chris Pine would, would be a good uh, Hal Jordan. Just, I don't know, he's got that kind of look. Yeah. Or, or, or Army Hammer. Yeah. Or uh, Scott Eastwood. Yeah, I can see that one too. But uh, some more news: uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion show, that which was we got to see early because we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> on them, a... apparently <laughs> he sent me that. He sends me a message. Let me pull it up here. Go ahead and keep talking about it. Uh, on HBO Max, it came out. It was supposed to come out today, but they decided to put it out yesterday. So mm-hmm. I, I watched it last night. If you ever watched this show and enjoyed it, the reunion is really fun to watch. They they tell a lot of behind the scenes stories that you've never heard, mm-hmm. and a lot of. Uh, it's just fun to watch, you know, these characters get together and talk about their experiences on the show sometimes. Yeah, we're part of the Fresh Prince family. Yeah. Uh, Mitch sent a thing apparently on Twitter, at Entertain This, because we consider you a part of the family, we're dropping hashtag the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion a day early. Tune in right here to watch it. So one of the perks of being famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first time it's something actually had where we got to see something moderately early. HBO Max uh, reached out to us personally. Which I find very cool, I guess. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, also, you have a uh, Wandavision, which has been delayed. Don't Jan- care. January fifteenth. I'm not gonna. I've lost interest in Wandavision and Marvel for right now. And then you have the CW is coming out with a new Wonder Girl show about a new character that has not come out in the comics yet. That is going to be a Latina Wonder Wonder Girl from the like the future. Okay. I, I don't know why they chose to make this character into a TV show. Nothing wrong with Latina characters or female characters. Just why use something that is from the future that nobody has any idea what it is to try and make a whole TV show of. Yeah, because you, you have to start from fresh. Because you have to build a world. You have to build lore. You have to build backstory. You have to build character arcs. All that stuff has to happen. Like You have to plan out years of stuff. Well, that, to start doing it in a TV show. And there's no... There's no source material really to draw on other than, you know, the DC universe. Well, yeah, there's no source material. There's no fans of this character yet. No, it's a completely unknown. Like, like I said, they haven't even come out with this character in the comics yet. So why? You're not, you need some kind of following to begin with to mm-hmm. draw interest to watch the show. Nobody's going to be interested to watch the show. No. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know. There's a lot of other characters they could use that would be more interesting. But uh, some other news real quick. The HBO Max, it's finally coming to the Amazon Fire devices. Originally, they had some kind of dispute to where it wasn't showing up on there because of money reasons, legal legal big, reasons. Big that, corporate money. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they wouldn't. HBO Max didn't want to pay extra or something like that. But now it'll be on Amazon Fire devices as far as, mm-hmm. you know, when this episode comes out for, from us, it's already on there. And then uh, Rick and Morty has uh, decided that they – or have already pre- developed up to season seven in content. Thank God. Now, currently they're on. They're fixing to come out with season five, so they're three years ahead of. They what, got back. To, you know what they, they got a catalog of stuff ready to go because it's a hundred episodes more. Hundred seasons of Rick and Morty. 
Well, I, I, was, I was reading. I was like, wait a minute. They just did season four. Because I saw they were talking about season seven. I'm like, mm-hmm. did I miss something? And they're like, no. We have three seasons already in development. So we're ready to go. It's like, thank you. They took the COVID lockdown and did what they were supposed to do. They went ahead and powered through and were proactive. Yes. And they're, re- they're locked and loaded with multiple seasons, ready to roll at a moment's notice. Whereas George R.R. freaking Martin <laughs> couldn't be bothered to sit at his house and write a freaking book and save Game of Thrones from the stupid ending that was season eight. So to Rick and Morty, we salute you for doing your job. George R.R. Martin, I hope you trip in a puddle. <laughs> All right, anyways, that is my TV news. So we can move on to our games. Games. So a new Call of Duty came out, which I have played. You have played. Yes, we have won. We've won. That's right. We, it was a great night for gaming. We played one <laughs> round of Warzone. One. It's like, hey, the Cold War drop thing. Oh, we're still waiting for start parts of it to download the content packs. But Zombies was available to play. So we yes. played the new mode of Zombies, and we won that. Yeah, they had like a 20-round thing where you have to – Survive 20 rounds and then, like, exfil. Yeah, you and can exfil out. Or I think you could stay and keep going, but, like, there's certain moments where you can exfil out and win. Yeah. So we did the minimum. Well, yeah. If we, no, in this well, one, no, we could have did it earlier. Well, yeah, we could, we could exfil at any we, point. We didn't know what to do. So. But in, the, in this game mode, you had to survive to 20. And mm-hmm. then there's other, another game mode where you can survive infinite until you mm-hmm. exfil or whatever. I This is a review we're going to break down to smaller parts. So we'll start with... Um, We'll start with zombies since we're talking about it. Yeah, it went off the rails <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> it went up, not not even in this game mode. The the zombie series from Black Ops Three and Black Ops Four. Yeah, was not good. The zombies was not good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombies peaked, in my opinion, at the time with um, Black Ops Two. Yeah, I, because I, one and two, one and two, those were really good. Those yeah. were immersive. Like there was a lot going on. Like the theater. Um, one, mm-hmm. uh, Kino Der Toten. Yeah, probably. I had so much fun playing that. One thing I liked about this zombies is the map is you can run the circuit of the map. Right. You have avenues of escape. It's not like you know you get boxed in at all these places and you're screwed. And what's what's kind of cool is they they give homage to the World at War zombies because you're essentially the the first building that you start at is the original building from the game. Yes. But except for you can go outside of it and everything. Now, yeah. And then there's it. like the nether region you kind of go to. Yeah. Like in Minecraft or something. I don't know. <laughs> the whole time we're playing, we're just yelling, I don't know what's going on. Where do we go? What do we do? I don't know. Bad guys. Bow, bow, pew, pew. And like, that's the whole mode. Like I went down a couple times because like you start running and you get snagged on a rock and then the zombies just, you know, Mike Tyson you into the next year. Luckily, and then there's we, like different classes of zombies. Now there's the armored guy. Yeah. That was the one that splits in half. Well, yeah, it was but, like the juggernaut dude, which yeah. I tried to fight because I thought I saw his health was low because there's little health bars on top of them now, which is convenient. <laughs> and I run up and I'm like, you know, bow, 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 and he just goes, boom. You talking about the guy in the yellow suit or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, if you shoot him enough, he splits in two. Yeah, this is before he split in two. Oh, okay. He split me in two. That's what <laughs> happened. He, he picked me up, ripped me in half like Deadpool, and was just like, all right, enough of that. And I had to get revived. I got lucky enough to get the uh, the ray gun out of the not. box. I got every crap weapon possible. Like I might as well just had a rock and a stick. I got the ray gun and I packet punched it twice, and I think I killed two hundred more people than anybody else in the game. You did. You had almost a thousand <laughs> kills. I think I had like two hundred. You had like a thousand. No, no, I was like six hundred and forty something, but the next person had like four hundred something. <laughs> yeah, we killed over a thousand zombies. Though. I would just wait till they all got comp- compacted and just fire the ray gun into the group. 
That's so, all. I mean, hey, it's it's strat strategies. It worked against the big guys very well. Mm-hmm. And the zombies, dogs. very fun, very fun game mode. It was it was good to see like they kind of went back to basics. There's a lot of Easter eggs to find and stuff. And what's and, cool is you can rank up. Yes, your, your stuff. yeah, your multiplayer rank and you know regular team deathmatch and stuff like that, Warzone, whatever. And zombies is the same. Yes. So whatever you rank and and unlock in those games, you can make loadouts for zombies now. And I think you can spawn in with those. I think yeah, I think you yeah, start you out just, with whatever. Yeah, that. you spawn in with those, which is pretty, which is really cool. That's a nice little add. So just a pistol. Um, <laughs> the campaign for Cold War. I watched Aculite uh, play it. Okay. Three and a half hour stream. Watched him play it, and you know it was a quick run through. Like, like in uh, Black Ops Two, there's multiple endings for this game. There's three endings. Mm-hmm. I think you can um, get. And you know, obviously, your decisions made during the game and side quests you can, you know, side quests, side missions you can run and do stuff like that will affect you know how characters interact, what happens, mm-hmm. how the plot progresses, and what ending you eventually get. And you have a lot of pull in how how you play it. So that's it's really cool. The plot, I liked it. It was good. They've they've now linked it with Modern Warfare because in one of the missions, um, you meet Imran Zakaev. Mm-hmm. Who is the dude you shoot his arm off in the first Modern Warfare game? Yeah, back in two thousand eight. <laughs> yeah, in two thousand and eight, he's in it now because this obviously takes place like in like nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty two. So he's in there, and then they talk about General Shepard, <laughs> and all of us you know don't trust Shepard. Yeah, what was he? He's the Triggered. one from Modern Warfare two, right? Yeah, he's the yeah. one who kills your character Roach, and he kills yeah. Ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. That's the most satisfying death when you throw a knife in that dude's face because he kills the coolest characters. Um, so there's that. The campaign looked really cool. I have watched a couple other clips about the campaign and stuff, and they, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer. It's a step back. Here's what yeah. I'll say about this game. This game should have come out instead of Call of Duty World War II. World War II. Exactly. Nobody remembers that one because it sucked. <laughs> Get rid of that game. That game was stupid. Cold War comes out for that, mm-hmm. then Modern Warfare, because this game is not better than Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah. The graphics are not better overall. And that's the way I've always felt with all the Black Ops games. The, it always seems like it's a step back. Yeah, the, the graphics, that the Black Ops games seems like they've gone for more of the like, bright, you know, shiny stuff. Yeah. As far as the realism, as far as like what stuff yeah. would look like. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of realism in the game. Some of the graphics look really good. Um, I know I I bought the game so when eventually can find somehow an Xbox Series X, I can play it on that. Right. So it might look better on there, and it's just this is as good as it's going to look with the current gen. Yeah. Until we see how it looks on next gen, which if Hayden ever bothers to buy it, the game we can find out from him. <laughs> but his reviews of video games are suspect at best, especially since he's not a huge fan of Call of Duty, except Warzone. <laughs> so uh, I will say the game right now it looks like a step back. The guns don't feel good. There's limited weapons. Um, some of the perk stuff is kind of messed up. They brought back some of the old good ones mm-hmm. like Ninja and um, Dead oh, Silence. Yeah. yeah, you know your classics. The kill streaks they're not kill streaks. They're score streaks. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't have to be good at killing people. You just got to be able to. If you can do oops. enough stuff to capture objectives and keep doing stuff, you'll get kill streaks. Yeah, I don't which like it's that. like you know that's <laughs> you're. You're catering to the weak. Exactly. It's like, you know, some dude will have, like, some crazy setup, you know, 
and he'll like you know napalm the map four times and he still goes six and 25. <laughs> he's like, just dude, absorbing points from like dude. throwing out you know supply caches and stuff like yeah that. he's just throwing out supplies you know <laughs> he captures the one objective like every now and like like all we'll run in kill all the whole team and he'll dive on the objective first and get the most points for it he's like a doorman just as you run through the door he's handing out ammo <laughs> yeah, it's like here take this here take this here take this you're good you're good you're good it's like yeah oh yeah um, i'm not a fan of the score streaks but it is what it is Played some of the multiplayer. They already nerfed one of the guns because apparently it was overpowered. I hadn't unlocked it yet, so I don't even know. Yes, yeah, so I think it was the MP5 that was supposed to be no, superpowered. AK, uh, the AK7U. Okay, uh, yeah. The last thing I saw, like the MP5, was like the best gun to use or whatever. Pretty much. <laughs> so pretty much, I, I get killed with that gun all the time. It um, still has the, the sniper rifle glint, which I think is stupid. No, it's not as bad as Modern Warfare's. Yeah, but no logical sniper is going to have this big shiny glint. It's not realistic. We're also not playing against special forces either. I know, but even like I'm not special forces, I'm not military, but even I know you don't just let your sniper rifle glint shine for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. That defeats the point of being a sniper. Yeah. So there's that apparently that pisses <laughs> off Mitch. Um, there's not health bars above people, but the stupid thing is you'll start shooting at somebody, you'll see the health bar, and you'll stop paying attention to who you're shooting at, and you'll look at the health bar and try to shoot it. Yeah, which I've caught myself it. doing because it just it's because you see the guy, then you see the gamer tag, then you see the health bar, and you're like, there's too much going on, and mm-hmm. now I'm missing shots. Yeah, you don't need a health bar; you just need to see the guy drop. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I need to know I killed him. Yeah, you know, give me the hit markers, and then you know, plus five hundred for you know kill, or they're called eliminations now. Yeah, um, it's, it's I, I we played it, and then we went back to Warzone, and it was just so much better. Yes, it's just such a better <laughs> game. The one the one thing I like about Cold War's online stuff is that you can actually adjust field of view i didn't realize that yeah so field of view um is obviously your perspective of your television of your guy holding the weapon so field of view you can zoom in on it so i guess you get a further point of view of pretty much a magnifier of what's going on right in front of you if you go back obviously that stuff becomes further away but you can see peripheral a lot better Okay. So especially if you're running in an open area, you don't have to move as quick to check left and right if you're entering into a room or something like that. Okay. Which a lot of PC guys, they have field of view settings, so that's why it seems like a lot of them, like they immediately run into a room and catch the glimpse of something right here and snap to it and kill them, mm-hmm. whereas we have to turn all the way to look and then see them and oh, then engage okay. it. Okay, I didn't realize that. One thing is there's a lag on um, bullet shots. So you'll see a guy... And in typical Call of Duty, you run behind cover and you're still getting shot and you die, even though it's not physically possible where the, <laughs> you and the person who are shooting at you are standing for it to happen unless the bullets are magic and are going around the corner. <laughs> Call of Duty, though, because I've seen it happen. It happened to me a couple of times. I got ran into cover. And I'm like, I'm like two feet behind the wall now, past the wall, the start of it. And I'm still getting hit from somebody who's, you know, parallel to me <laughs> shooting me through like a building. Yeah. And I go down. Yeah. And I watched it in the kill cam, and then I was shooting at somebody, and he ran, and I just held the trigger down and just kept tracking where he was going, and I was still getting the hit markers through solid walls. And not like, you know, FMJ through plywood or sheet metal or something, like, you know, solid brick concrete buildings. That's very discouraging. It's very discouraging. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it so much. And they haven't fixed it, which which bothers me. This is a game that if it came out before Modern Warfare, it would be a lot better. It would be good. It would be a very good game. It would probably be like a solid 8 out of 10. For multiplayer, at least. The campaign, I would give it an 8 out of 10 from what I watched. It was very good. Zombies, always cool. It's nice to see it come back with, you know, a little bit of force. But it's not better than Call of Duty. It's not better than Warzone. 
It's not better than Call of Duty's multiplayer. Yeah. I, I mean, I like doing the zombies and stuff, but as far as the multiplayer, I did enjoy, enjoy Warzone mm-hmm. and Modern Warfare better. So on to some video game news. Oh, yeah? Modern Warfare 2? <laughs> it's happening. Because at the end of the first Modern Warfare, the remastered Modern Warfare, the reboot, so to speak. Well, it is a reboot. Captain Price is sitting there with the woman who's in charge of stuff. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, here's the stuff for this task force. Here's the files you requested. And he's like, oh, he's like John McTavish. He's like demolition, sniper. It's like, it's like yeah, it's like, he goes by soap. It's like, why is he, why is he called soap? He goes, that's classified. And he just <laughs> takes the paper from her. And he's like, oh, you know, Simon Riley. It's like, there's no picture. He's like, no, never. And everybody knows Simon Riley is Simon Ghost Riley. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about, you know, General Shepard approved all this other stuff. And now, you know, the Treyarch has now tied in Black Ops and Cold War into the Modern Warfare universe. So that's nice to see. What I want from this game, I want over-the-top Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, compared to the... Modern Warfare in general, compared to the Black Ops series and now Cold War, Modern Warfare has always been better. Yeah. In every... Almost in every way. Uh, I agree, yes. I mean, yes, Black Ops had zombies before Call of Duty ever had Warzone. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things... It doesn't matter what Black Ops game you tell me or what other off-brand, like Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare, Ghosts. Yeah. The only title Modern Warfare people have to go and tell you is Modern Warfare Freaking 2. <laughs> that was the best Call of Duty for a very long time. Get you a pistol, tech knife, and then a dead silence. If you want a Commando Pro knife somebody across Narnia, <laughs> you can. Every weapon's overpowered. It doesn't matter what gun you pick. The perks are overpowered. You can jump off like a four-story build with no fall damage and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you were indestructible. You could reload. You know, you had the uh, one-man army where you reset your class with yeah. all that. So you could noob tube, RPG. There's nukes, quick scoping. It had it all. Everybody who played that game had their niche of how they wanted to play their play style. You could have two. You had your out. quick scopers. You had your running around guys. You had your blowing shit up. You had everything. You put, Whatever you wanted to do, you can do it. Put two classes with one man army and just switch back and forth and noob tube continuously. <laughs> That's what people do. And like the spawns were timed. Like and nobody complained. Well, there was complainers. I, I got called a camper a lot. But well, you again, are a camper. You're still a camper now. I know. You might as well live in a tent. I do what works. <laughs> it worked one time. No, it worked. It worked a good game. bit. Yeah, out of three hundred something games, it won one. It worked one time. It works pretty good. Well, you Modern Warfare 2 in the old days, like, you'd spawn new tube up into their zone and their spawn, and, like, yeah. the rest of your team would do it, too, and you'd just see, on the kill feed on the left, it's like, got him, and then you'd see theirs coming in at the same time, and go, oh, shit, <laughs> and then run while stuff's exploding, and then, like, you know, the spawn of the tactical nuke, I mean, it, it was the only game that didn't have gold um, camo. I didn't know, I didn't realize No, that. Uh, it was uh, fall camo. That, never, was, that was the last one, or autumn, whatever it was. I've never been one to go after all the camos, really, though. I did in that game. <laughs> I mean, I had it, like, for every gun. Like, the models, the 1887s, you know, you're shooting dudes across the map with shotguns. <laughs> and you're doing, like, the, you know, the Terminator 2 flip reload. Yeah. To chamber new shells. That's what I want from this game. I'm happy Modern Warfare is going this route. I think Modern Warfare was a really good success. Really cool campaign. Really cool story. Great multiplayer. Great weapons. Great feel. So I'm kind of mad they nerfed some of the guns because I was, <laughs> I was using them. <laughs> like, the Growl and the Bruin. But they, it had to be stopped. I mean, if they didn't nerf mine, I'd be happy. But I get it. Yeah. So Modern Warfare 2, Activision, you need to make the balls to the wall Modern Warfare 2 again. I don't want, oh, we need to nerf this gun. No, every gun needs to be nerfed. (laughs) And even then it won't matter because they're all still overpowered. They're way too overpowered. 
Yeah, I mean, when it comes to nerfing guns, you, you can't have something that's so good and then just completely nerf it to where it's horrible. You, I mean, you got to find the, the equal partner. It, and that's hard. But, if nothing else, just but if they're all overpowered, yeah. what difference does it make? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just make everything super strong. What the heck? Make it all super strong. Heartbeat sensors on guns again, those stupid thermal sites, all these crazy reticles, all this nonsense. Yeah. New tubes that'll blow up, you know, half of a city. <laughs> that's what I want. I want that Call of Duty back. I want the toxic lobby. I want to join in and have, here's some 12-year-old going, I'm going screaming, yelling. And I just want to see all the mic icons lighting up, telling everybody to shut up, you know, Horrible, horrible language. <laughs> the bullying, the toxicity of all of it. I, that was the that was the modern warfare we grew up on. That was Call of Duty to us. This is yeah. before Black Ops. This is when this is where boys became men. Yeah, everybody knew everybody's mom, evidently, and had relations with her. <laughs> everybody's mom apparently was a slut in two thousand and nine. Yeah, that's that, the that, game. Was, that was the go to insult. <laughs> that was the go to insult. That's what I want from a Call of Duty. That's what I want. I mean, Modern Warfare Three. If they make, I'm, I imagine they're going to do a trilogy. It would be smart not. It would be smart to do so. But that is what I want for this game. And then you know, Modern Warfare Three, you can dial it back a little bit. But we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll look back fondly on Modern Warfare. Don't tarnish the name Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> I still own. It. I have like the collector's edition, like the metal case and all that for Xbox 360. That oh, yeah. was like my favorite game. I must have put like a thousand. Way more hours than I put in this Modern Warfare, <laughs> which was substantial. All right. Well, we're going to have to move on because we're running out of time. So, uh, yeah, I went on my Modern Warfare 2 rant. <laughs> See, Hayden thinks because where he's not here, we get sidetracked very easily, and his job is to rein us back in. And, you know, I think we did fine. Yeah. Still under an hour. We've, <laughs> we've got six minutes to finish everything. Else. Plenty of time. <laughs> All we got to do is punish somebody. Anyways, we got uh, our top. Buddy cop movies, which we allowed you the oh crap, we had a list to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. We we got we we allowed you our uh, our fans to to come in on and vote on. So. All right, we'll talk about. <laughs> so which ones didn't get any votes? Are there any that didn't get a vote? Two. There's two that didn't Out get of a fifteen. All right, Beverly Hills Cop didn't get a vote. It's not really a buddy cop movie. It is, but there's two buddies. It's, Neither it's, did Forty Eight Hours. That both of these are great movies. If you didn't watch them, at least if you haven't seen them. So, what are the one voters? All right. Everything that got one vote was 21 Jump Street, Turner and Hooch. Great movie. The ride-along movies with uh, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Dumb. And then Cop Out with uh, Tracy Morgan, Bruce Dumb. Willis. And then we'll move on to our our, our two-vote movies, which were Police Academy. Good. Tango and Cash. Better. And the Rush Hour movies with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Very good. And, and then, now this is like the... Ascension. Yeah, this is the top of the top. The top of the top. From the bottom. Let's go up. Yeah, End of Watch. Good movie. Great movie. It's a movie that, you know, granted it's it's about real, you know, a more, I guess, dramatic theme. It's a more realistic approach to a buddy cop film. But it, it shows the, the true, uh, I guess, the more realistic uh, comedy that would go The along. more real comedy of, amongst uh, police officers. <laughs> what, 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 what the cops are really thinking at the time. But, you uh, don't want to know. <laughs> Because chances are it's stupid. Then uh, the next one we have is Hot Fuzz. I'll let you talk about that one. You know more. That's a great movie. The Metropolitan, the, Met, the London Metropolitan Police Force actually wrote to them and just said, "Thank you for doing us credit." <laughs> it's a comedy movie, but they're like they actually do paperwork, like you know the, how they do things, the uniforms, everything, like you know, and, and how they work. They actually like they tried to do it right, and they did, and they got commended for it. It's a very good movie. It's very funny. 
you don't have to be a British humor person to appreciate the film. Yes. <laughs> but it's it's definitely it's one of my favorite movies. I enjoy watching it at any time I see it on. Next on the list is The Other Guys. I haven't seen it all the way through, so you talk. What? No. Nope. You have not seen this whole movie? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> you got the whole part where like he runs. I'm not it. a Will Ferrell fan. I can't stand Will Ferrell. I, it's still it's worth watching. It's got Mark Wahlberg, The no, Rock, I, I, Samuel L. Jackson. I just like the scene where Mark Wahlberg, or not Mark, uh, The Rock and Samuel Jackson just like look down at the, like, the ground on the sky and go, aim for the bushes? And they just jump and just eat it. <laughs> it's like their heads explode. It's like they jump off a 10-story building and they're looking down. Like, it was more what? than 10 stories. What bushes were they aiming for? <laughs> But uh, yeah, they get the part where the you got Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell on the way to the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "America!" And he just guns it and runs over the dead body on the scene. <laughs> Crashes through it's into so a big dumb. pile of cocaine. <laughs> it, it was a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, then we'll go on our number three on the list, which is Bad Boys, and especially like I like the first two movies, but mm-hmm. the most recent one, Bad Boys for Life, that movie was I think better than the other two, and it was awesome. Have you seen that one? I yet? haven't seen the new one yet. No, it, it's it's really good. Like as far as like, you know, they acknowledge that they're getting older and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just the comedy between uh, Will Smith and Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence, joking about their their age and weight and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty good. And then it, as far as like the actual story involving what it involved, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like his his old flame and stuff for Will Smith, it was very action oriented, very comedic, very bad boys. Yeah, it's. I just I just like the fact it's the song that's the theme song for the show cops. <laughs> I just like the fact that they they acknowledge their age and it's just the hilarity of they don't take it seriously. Yeah, <laughs> which is always good to see. We'll move on to number two, which uh, they get the second most votes, which is Super Troopers. Very deservingly. Very deservingly movie. I even forgot to put this in there. Somebody added this and it got the, the second most votes. I wouldn't call this a buddy cop movie though. True. That's, like, that's an ensemble. Yeah, buddy a- cop. It has to be two people. That's why. I'd in my opinion, buddy cop is two. That's why I left it off the list, but I would have put added um, it, so. Red Heat with Jim Belushi and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't even remember that one. I've never <laughs> yeah, seen that. You never saw it? No. I don't know. You should, you should watch that. <laughs> watch that movie. It's, it's funny. Number one. The, of the, of only, course. The, the, the ultimate in Buddy Cop. <laughs> lethal, lethal Weapon. weapon. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the Lethal Weapons. I mean, they're, there's a reason they're coming out with a fifth one, even though they're old. There's no bad Lethal Weapon movie. Right. There's just ones you like more. I... I, I as a kid, I like number four, where he's uh with was it uh Jet Li in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lethal Weapon Two is still my favorite. I, I like number four where he's like, hey, go out there and flap your arms like a chicken. He's <laughs> like, you think that helped? No, I just wanted to see if you'd do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Distracted, I would have looked. <laughs> I like that one. And then what was it? Is it two where he handcuffs himself to the guy and they jump off the the roof? No, it's like that's the first one. Oh, that's the first one. He's like, yeah, yeah, come on. And he just handcuffs him and makes And he's like, jump. hey, if you jump, you're going to be killing a police officer. That's a crime. <laughs> and the guy's like, what? You're crazy. He's like, you want to jump? <laughs> Great. Those the are- first two are my favorite ones. Three is a close contender. I like the third one. It doesn't get a lot of credit. I- I've enjoyed all of them. I enjoy, I enjoy every. I watch any Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah. Especially. But if I had to pick one of them, I'm watching Lethal Weapon 2. I don't, even, I don't know if I remember which one 2 is. Diplomatic immunity. It's just been revoked. I don't remember that one. I mean, I remember scenes, but I don't remember the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Sorry. Anyways. Rewatch it. But uh, that's our list. We, we had to quickly go through it to conserve time. But number one, Lethal Weapon. Two, Super Troopers. It was only. It was going to be the... We knew it was going to be number one. Yeah. Uh, when you're like buddy cop movies, you immediately think Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon. And then number three was Bad Boys. So that, that's your top three. Lethal Weapon, Super Troopers, Bad Boys. We'll uh, we'll move on to our punishment. 
Let's see. Uh, oh, yes, we put up a poll today because in, uh, in honor of traditions, we're a show about tradition. If you're not here, you're getting punished. Yep. Because you couldn't make it. Now, granted, Hayden has a valid excuse again. Eh. Serving the country, military leave, but he's still not here, and rules are rules. <laughs> so we made a poll of horrible things for him to watch. Yeah, we made a poll. I, I put it out probably four hours before we started recording. So, so nobody voted. <laughs> we got five votes. We got six no, votes. Six votes. Of, amongst three things. Yep. So uh, the, the votes that for some of the things that aren't going to get chosen are The Masked Rider, which mm-hmm. is a, a, a knockoff of Power Ranger kind of show. Again. Uh, Samurai Vampires from Hell. Which I, is, can't, I keep that one. In, keep that one in your pocket. That's we'll gonna, put that one back in the next pocket. Time, next time you're gone, that's what you're gonna watch. And then uh, our our winning vote, thanks to Tom with his extra, you know, added vote in there. The, the tiebreaker. He uh, he's gonna. Hayden will be watching a uh, big bad, bad Beetleborgs. Beetle so uh, big bad I'm pretty sure. Beetleborgs. I'm pretty sure a lot of our uh, cat or a lot of our audience has has heard of, if not seen, Big Bad Beetleborgs. I know I watched it as a kid. I watched it when I was a kid. I had the action figures. But uh, it's it'll be swift justice to Hayden for uh, for missing swift his time. Justice. Play that intro tune. Well, if it'll play, come on. I don't need to know who wrote Tonight it. Tonight on Technical Difficulties. Yeah. I used to watch this when I was little. I did too. I could not watch it now. I, I, I could rewatch some of the I rewatched like the first episode and was just like, this is. Yeah. Oh god, the CGI! <laughs> Hayden hates anything Power Rangers. Or Look Power in Rangers the '90s, like. that show was cool. Yeah, because that was all we had. But uh, well, that and Power Rangers. He hates the Power Rangers style, and you know, the yeah, the, the teenagers mixed. and kids becoming like superheroes <laughs> and beating up bad guys from like you know nonsense. So I'm sure he'll enjoy that. Watching the first couple episodes of Big Bad Beetleborgs. We had, we had others that didn't want to vote because they said that if they voted, they would have to watch it with him. But, uh, wife. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm sure he will we love to watch covered. that with you. We got it covered. But uh, that, that's all we got. That's all we got for today. Well, we, yeah, we talked about movies. Yeah. We talked about TV shows. And games. And games. And then we did our list. We did a list. We checked it twice. We punished Hayden <laughs> unceremoniously. <laughs> so I think that's it. That's, that's all we got. I think we covered all the bases. Yay. Yay. That was the wrong one. Yeah, you got to turn the volume up. There we go. We're not going to blow out people's freaking eardrums. So that's it from Mitch and me, Tom. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 Why do we all roll off kilter? <laughs> Just like the hand. In typical us fashion.